Welcome to Movie and a Beer, everybody. This is Dan bringing us in, and we have some amazing co-hosts and friends with us tonight on this kind of really warm afternoon, evening-ish activity. Warm we, we had some warm food, and then we came back and we watched a warm old movie. I eat a jalapeno. You eat a jalapeno. And oh. just like they did in Who Framed Roger Rabbit, which is what we Oh, watched. dude, you gave it away. You gave it I, away. I gave it away. You gave it away. Now all our expertise is going to be like just... Uh, Not really. What is your expertise, though? Well, uh, I'm... Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> Let us know. All right. Uh, uh, dear listener, my name is Aaron. I am your are Dwight you? D. Eisenhower National System of Interstate and Defense Highway expert. Oh, there you go. Because the Four Leaf Clover Company... Up top. There you go. Booyah. That's very good. I'm Blake. I'm your cartoon expert. That's just legitimate. Like, that's not even a bit. I probably know the most about cartoons here. And I'm Brian, your Bob Hoskins expert. Yeah, dude. Bob's got it going on. He's British and he goes by Bob. That's amazing. We we, we saw a lot of Bob Hoskins in this movie, including without a shirt on (laughs) and lots of... I do have a Bob uncle. He he even kissed a tune a few times, which was seductive. No, no. kissed him. No, no. He did kiss Roger at the end. Yes, he did. Oh, yeah. He did that out of spite, though. He did that with a He's doing a bit. He's he's coming around. He's recovering from losing his brother. we, We tried to... We tried to do the math and figure out when this movie came out. So, like, June of 1988. So, that was, what, yeah. 35 years ago? A long time ago. This is an old movie. Well, so, I, I guess old. Old, old enough for us to spoil, right? Oh, like, yeah. I mean, I just said oh, that yeah. something happens at the end. It's, yeah. like, everyone knows at this point. Well, being a highway expert means something's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Forget it, Jake. For, it's Toontown. <laughs> for those that haven't seen Who Framed Roger Rabbit, this was put out by Steven Spielberg. Yep. Robert Zemeckis directed. Robert Zeme- yeah, Bob Zemeckis. And, and this includes cartoons from the Warner Brothers side of the house, as well as Disney. Disney. Disney and Probably a couple of originals. Hanna-Barbera and some originals. Um, yeah. This might be one of the few things where you can see Bugs Bunny and Mickey Mouse interact. Like it's, the, I think on it's the, the only thing. At the same time, right. the only right. other thing before all before there were two, we'll make you a short before there were two major major conglomerates that owned everything. The only other massive crossover event was the Dare video where like Michelangelo from the Ninja Turtles, Buster Bunny from Tiny Toons, and a bunch of other cartoons from like nineties you know afternoon cartoon fame were sipping in to keep a kid from getting high on pot. Oh, that's a legit thing. It's not good. That but, worked. But everyone my age remembers like, oh, yeah, that cartoon. <laughs> I don't remember that. Yes. cartoon. I remember uh, McGruff, the crime dog. Oh, no, we had that too. OK. Yes. Yeah, yeah. All right. So we were going to watch this older movie. And I was like, instead of going and buying new beers, let's pick some older beers out of the beer fridge. And we'll talk about those in a little bit. The first one was a little dank and old and stale. The second one, not so bad. But, you know, it's got a rooster on it that has a Carmen Miranda hat of hops <laughs> and it's kind of funny. It is a pretty funny. Yeah, so it kind of fits with the movie the a little bit. The visual the fits. Yeah. But, so, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? It, please explain. It's a movie. So, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was looking at what Betty Booper's from. Uh, Fleischer Pictures. Yeah. Thanks for um, listening. We'll be back next week. <laughs> with the actual synopsis of Who Framed Roger Rabbit. No, with a different movie. <laughs> so, no! Uh, <laughs> a private detective, Eddie, yeah, Eddie Valiant. Eddie Valiant, having lost his brother. Uh, to a tune. To a tune. A tune killed his brother. Who talked like this? Oh, I it, should is, say is knives it a, that came out of his eyes. Yep. Well, there, like, are, there are tunes. We need villain. to start that there are tunes in the universe and they're like, yeah. they yeah. interact with... So, this film was uh, cutting edge in the fact that it mixed both the animated with live action. Yeah, right. Acting. Like, like to, a, to a degree that hadn't been done since Mary Poppins. 
Because right. that was pretty minimal. It was people on a soundstage. Here, it was you know a live stage, and then they went in what? afterwards to animate the the hippo knocking the guy over. Right. Well, uh, Bob uh, Hoskins like punching and, and being punched by a tune, and he sells it. Oh no, he does a phenomenal well, job. And, and Jessica Rabbit like uh, ruffling his collar and yep. taking off his coat, knocking his hat, pushing the hat in his face. Well, yeah, uh, not just her hat; she was pushing her her uh, other parts in his. Yeah, well, you, so, but you could actually see the effect of the cartoon on yeah. his clothes. Well, and like, wardrobe. yeah, his hat would move yeah. and stuff, and that the, was actually really well done. Looking at the trivia for this, uh, he was looking at nothing. More recent, like circa two thousand one and on. There's mocap suits. There's like a tennis balls hanging to where like you can see you know, yeah. you know you, where your eye line should be going. Right. And <laughs> in an interview, Hoskins was saying, "I felt towards the end I was going mad because I was yelling at nothing for several <laughs> takes." <laughs> so it's, it's at a certain point it drives a man mad. Right. But he did great. It was a great buddy cop movie, sort yeah, of. It's a, no, it's a noir uh, noir mystery. Yeah. Very similar to Chinatown. Like there's a whole like, side I, there's a whole side plot involving powers beyond eddie valiant as yeah. he's solving this one little crime of who's framing roger rabbit so it's like 1940s la yeah 1947 yeah we, we've hang out with tunes in la and the cars the environment the cartoons are from that era there aren't any yeah. new ones it's the, just what the, was up to that point the ties yeah very, the, the, very fa- short, the fashion small, was accurate ties. uh there was public transportation before and it's a bit telling before big money shut it down to put freeways in. Yep. Yes, and boxers, not briefs, and yeah. and short ties, and very short, short ties, ties. Uh, and a lot of suspenders. A lot of suspenders. I noticed that too. Yeah, yeah, must have been a thing back when men were and, men and like trench coats. Lots uh, of trench coats. Dudes who were just dirty and didn't wash up before going to the bar. Real guns and fake guns. What happens if a tune gets shot by a real gun? Because they don't get it, hurt. He probably gets thrown back and knocked into something that then causes a, ch- a Rube Goldberg machine of more comedy. Well, yeah, they, and they addressed this in the film. There was only one thing that can kill a tune. Acetone. It acetone. Was the acetone uh, turpentine. Paint and paint thinner? Yeah, or bearer something. or something? Like, yeah. Basically this horrible thing called, called the dip. dip. And yeah. listeners, let me tell you, there's stuff that just imprints on you when you're young. Watching a cartoon shoe get dipped screaming into stuff that kills it stuck with Blake for a while. <laughs> Oh yeah. yeah, I mean, it was, it's hard to watch. It was hard to watch now. <laughs> so I mean, there was there was a lot of suggestive, going over children's heads kind of humor and visual. Oh come on, puns. Dan, you played patty cake with someone before. <laughs> I'm like, come on, it's like yeah, wow, this was, is not necessarily a kid's. We're all grown movie. men. There was a lot of double entendre. Yes. yes. So Sometimes this, triple. And so I go flying this, the wall. this was rated PG, but I but I think like yeah, I mean the the one. You'll get a lot more out of it if you understand like the history of animated. Oh yeah, film and culture, and, and just like yeah. life in life in like Hollywood and L.A. Like they Toontown feel. I guess the the vibe is supposed to be like it's, it's like a little Tokyo or a little Italy, where it's just where all the tunes kind of settled. Well, and I I think you only really only understand the true horror of the nemesis in this film if you're old enough to have a commute on a freeway. God, like, yeah. like, everyone everyone in this room laughed when they said no more traffic jam- traffic jams are a thing of the past, and everyone uh-huh. cracked up. Right, and and yeah. we understood it was diabolical. If you're a kid, it won't land. In oh the no, same I way. genuinely remember thinking, why is he still talking? Where's Roger? <laughs> yeah, right. But I'm gonna say, I like and Roger Rabbit annoys me. Oh no! Yeah, he's awful. He's, he's meant to be annoying. <laughs> yeah. He's meant to be he, that really stupid is, annoying. But he does but, have. But feelings. he he makes he makes women laugh, and women love a guy that makes and them laugh. That's what it's all about. Betty Boop was jealous of her of yeah. uh, Jessica Rabbit. 
It, well, I mean, it, yeah, as a as a as a tune, I'm sure other tunes find it like Roger Rabbit attractive as yeah. a as a as a man, as I, a tune man. I have a question, but before that, I, I want to point out I appreciate that they were watching like a comedy short where Disney had that they did, they did for a while with a narrator as Goofy's getting just thrown around the room. It's like ah, oh, the the fine gentleman in the early mornings. He's like stretching and flying through a wall. And he points out, oh boy, he's a real professional. Goofy's great. <laughs> well, it's like it's so like eighty percent. He's of a the, master of his craft. Yeah, exactly. Eighty percent of this humor, though, is like slapstick or um, uh, like the other early like cartoon of um, like, like wordplay a little bit. A little actually, the wordplay is what I liked the most because like the wordplay was smart. Well, it was kind of I mean, witty. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Whereas the 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 tune violence was really very slapstick and over the top. Right. And I'm okay admitting I was the one left who laughed the most of this movie. That's <laughs> all right. Well, I mean, my, okay, my dad so raised me on Three Stooges. The, the the first time that Christopher Lloyd came on the screen as Judge Doom, I was God. like, "We're going back to the future." I mean, <laughs> yeah. that's what I yelled out loud because I'm like, "That's Scott. all I know." It's like, "Holy yeah. great, Scott! <laughs> this dip is disgusting." <laughs> right, yes. right. And then of course Blake had to remind me that he's been in other stuff. He but, was uh, in, yeah, he's in he, Nobody. He was in Nobody as well, the father you, much later, but yeah, he's in Nobody. Oh, he was awesome in that. Well, the, the acting in this is, is phenomenal throughout. I th- yeah, well, I, and, and Bob, there are Bob some Hoskins. A-list actors in this. Right. Bob oh, yeah. Hoskins, Christopher Lloyd. That one woman from Blade Runner. Joanna Casti, yeah. who that, also was in Blade Runner. Is she the I, one who played Dolores? Yes. God, yes. Dolores yeah. is great. Yeah, she was. She did a great job. And then that's kind of the three key players. I liked R.K. Maroon. Like You, uh, see, him, Maroon. you see him twice. You see yeah. a, a decent yeah. range well, of and like... Then there, there are the voice actors who did Jessica oh. and Roger. And the car. Yeah, the car had a big... Baby Herman. was good, too. Yeah, Baby, Baby Herman. Herman in the car. I mean, good supporting roles. Good did, they get, did they get Oscars actors. for those supporting roles? I don't think so. I think people were just like, oh, man, what a cool concept. And it did well, I think, but it was probably so cost prohibitive. Because you have Warner Brothers at, at the time... Warner Brother and Disney characters on screen at the same time. That was unheard of. They're like, oh my, it, you, I, I just, it didn't happen. Yeah, they're, they're competitors. Not yeah. to, They would never collaborate. Which I like that you saw in a scene where Eddie's falling for much longer than he should have been falling. Yeah. And you see Mickey interacting with the... It's, it's very Disney style. He's interacting with the air. He's moving as if he's falling through the air, which is a big Disney thing. It's like studying how physics actually works in a cartoon. Whereas Bugs is sitting flat as if he's on a bed, just having a full, full-on Marx Brother style. Just I'm having fun with the space. So uh, if we're talking success, uh, budget uh, estimated seventy million dollars. Oh, wow! Gross eighty-eight. Oh my gross god! Gross U.S. and Canada one hundred and fifty-six. What? Yeah. Gross worldwide, the money three twenty-nine. Good for so, them. So quadrupled the money. It, it, right. made, it made decent money. I mean, financially, it's not like Spielberg really needed it, but you know. I think at the yeah at that point he was doing pretty well for himself. He, he, he Spielberg was like the name for well like most Indi- of the eighties. Indiana Jones was already out yeah. by this point, yeah, right? Yeah. 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 Indiana Jones, Jaws, uh, uh, oh god, the Alien movie. Help me, Brian. E.T. E. No, not Close Encounters. Thank you. Close Encounters. E.T. Yeah. So we br- touched on a lot of the characters. Did anyone have a favorite? Well, Jessica Rabbit. That, that's fair. <laughs> I'm not, I, I can't. I can't be mad about that. I'm. 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 A, I'm a, I like uh, the car. <laughs> The car was really fun. <laughs> the funny. car had a good personality. What do you think, Dan? I'm, I'm, I'm going to use this quote that I used in our episode these other gentlemen weren't on in, and it's animated. It's good. Well, who's your favorite character? <laughs> um, I like the fact that char- the character, the weasels, had a lot of interaction on the screen and a lot God, of God, the weasels are really funny. But they didn't really move a whole lot of physical things on the screen. They knocked a couple things over, but they but basically yeah. interacted with Eddie. Yeah. 
And I, I like the, the fact that one was a chain smoker and had like multiple cigarettes <laughs> yeah, in his mouth. Was a one the other a one, the other one was like stoned or something because its eyes were just like stroby. Was he the one in a straight jacket all the time? Yeah. He was just yeah. crazy, dude. <laughs> and then there's one that had knives that would just throw them Who around. Who I think all the was time. supposed to be Latino? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> and then the other, the, had the a, head dude had like the, the, the gangster the, gold jacket. And then and, the last one was a, a dum dum had like a propeller cap on. Yeah. It's like. What do these represent? I mean, like, these mafia, are like mafiosos, yeah, yeah. but different yeah. mafiosos. Basically, still, basically foolish mafiosos, but they're fun. Well, well, at least one of them's smart. Oh yeah, yeah. But I, you might but, be uh, the but I, I gotta go Eddie Valiant. I, I'm just a bit. I love the name. I love that he's. I thought you was your favorite tune. No, a favorite character. Oh. I thought you meant tune. Because I, I mean, I, I don't mind a Bob Hopskin running around without a shirt on. It's all. Oh good. no, he, he's a he's a quite a man for if you're into that kind of man. The, the rounded hedgehog look. Yes. Uh, but just, it's a great name. The fact he's just knocking out a bottle. He keeps a bottle in his gun uh, holster yes. for that most of the movie. which it, Instead of a gun. Yeah, which which is funny. Like It's a kid's movie, and this man's drinking a lot. Well, and he's a wounded hero mourning yeah. the loss of his brother. Who I kind of wish we got to see a little bit of in like action. Like not just like a picture of him and then like oh like a flashback yeah, to them I kind of wish crime solving brothers. I get that we get the that that came norm from the circus evidently yeah well, that their dad was a clown I, I, I was waiting for that to happen at the very end when it was revealed that you know the Christopher Lloyd character was like the, like seeing what happened two. as they walk in and yeah. get to drop on it but then yeah yeah I was ready I was I saw this a very long time considering ago, so how, I did not know I couldn't remember exactly mm-hmm, how it mm-hmm. ended but yeah I was waiting for that considering how little screen time the other patrons in the bar get it frankly any other humans they probably just didn't have the budget or wanted to bother with his brother probably. it's basically eddie dolores and judge doom and then rk maroon acme a little bit yeah they're on the screen for like less than five minutes yeah I, I do it, wanna, it focuses on eddie and the tunes I, I mean this movie has so much to talk about with the visuals but i do want to mention the music oh my god for a moment the sound be- effects and the be- music are on point right yeah. because like it, it it's it's kind of i don't want to say a send-up but there's there's so much that is an homage to the nor genre absolutely the muted trumpets like, yep muted trumpets and like you know if you just heard only the music like i would think this is like 1950s black and white yeah French, and, and like until uh, the, until a cartoon crash in a well, I mean, if I only heard the music, if okay, I yeah, but like, like Jessica Rabbit's intro song. Oh God, yeah, is mm-hmm. such a torch, smoking hot, bluesy. The the, the song. dame whose legs right. go all the way up, and she's gonna be trouble for me as yeah, you knock right. back on her yeah. scotch. Right, it's like Mae West. Here we go. Uh huh. Uh huh. Right. Which is really. Awesome. But yeah, the music is phenomenal. I think it's why this movie like did as well as it did. Cause it could have just been. There's been like live action to with cartoon movies are just trash you mean like team america world police no i'm kidding yeah that's that's all puppets baby that's (laughs) puppets that's that's not cartoons cartoons. that's that's, that's real life (laughs) but no there's movies that make for kids are like i just pump it out and just make money on the dvd sales or whatever or or streaming now but this feels like they actually took their time and made a product they genuinely enjoyed they wanted people to like they got great actors and actresses yeah yeah, exactly and they wanted to push the medium a little bit yeah and clearly they did. Mm-hmm. And and it was very thoughtful. Like what I really enjoyed about this movie was when Bob Hoskins went to Toontown, yeah. even though he was a human being, he had to follow the physics of the yes. cartoon world. I yes. fully forgot about yes. that. So in it, so like in an elevator, when it went up <laughs> real fast, he flattened out. He and when it stopped, he 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 was flung to the ceiling and stuck to the ceiling. And the classic mm-hmm. cartoon bit, the droopy stayed the same. Yes, like the right. operator is like, yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> 
Your floor, sir. And it must have been like a challenge to film and a challenge to pull that off. But like visually, that all works. Like you know, you, as a viewer, you understand yeah. what is happening. Yeah, he, he's like, now in this new world with new mm-hmm. physical concepts, Different which rules. we're familiar with because we've watched cartoons our whole yeah, lives. Right, right, yes, right. I'm curious how a current era of children would handle it because there is there's a lot of stuff that they don't. It's just it's not. There's bones. no exposure. There's no phones. The cartoons they're watching are some of them are great, but they're nothing like this anymore. Well, no. I mean, we weren't alive in 1947 either, Blake. Right, we, but we, I was watching Looney Tunes as a ten year old. Yeah, like it was just on. It was a rerun. Now it, I don't think it's any HBO Max keeps dropping stuff. Like it, it's just tough to find that stuff these days. Yeah. Again, I mean, there are great cartoons now, but it's nothing. It's less nothing, violent. Nothing There's like that. Obviously, no smoking or drinking. It, it's just it's a whole different kind of set. It's a whole different genre. There's not any hammer space going on. There, hmm. Which there might which we not talked be. about. We've talked about before on a previous episode where you can pull something out of nothing. Yeah, it's, a it's apparently world. a term like used in discussions about like animated like features. It, it's, it refers to like when Bugs Bunny just pulls a hammer out from nothing and then hits Daffy Duck, and it's it's, it's hammer space. It's where cartoons keep everything. Well, he's got like an invisible pocket somewhere. That yes. we all understand. It's, yeah, it's I mean, called hammer space. <laughs> hammer space, or or to us D and D nerds, it's like you know the bag of holding or yeah. or the portable hole. Or, or the uh, Blakeco Industries uh, lightly used bag of holding. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I think visually they did a really good job. There were some interesting sounds. You could tell it was soundstage. Like it was mm-hmm. not meant to be anything because they were on oh, of course. a film lot. Yeah. Which, which makes sense for something set in, was it LA or Hollywood? I always, I keep forgetting where they actually said it was set. You do know Hollywood is in LA, right? I did not. Hollywood is a neighborhood of LA. I had no idea. It, it's it's in it. Cool. Hollywood in it to win it. LA, I am in you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. All right. Actually, it's Portland. I'm in Portland right now as I say this, but yes. But it's uh, funny. the visuals that they did the soundstage for the buildings and stuff, and when they had the older cars, were very short. There wasn't a long chase scene. They were maybe a couple blocks worth Pre- of a lot of cuts for chase scenes. Yeah, a lot of stuff. So they, I know that they, they probably tried to keep that at a minimum because as expensive as that is, and then everything's just post production in the cartoon animation world. Yeah, um, I think they did a good job. The lighting was really interesting. We mentioned a few times God, where the, the shadows would interact and they would move with the cartoon. Yeah, they like knock. They kept making a point of knocking the the hanging lamp, and then Roger's colors, like sorry, Roger Rabbit, the titular characters, light stayed the same on him. Like someone had to spend extra time. I'm looking at Brian right now. Someone had to spend extra time to make sure it got done right. That's incredible. Brian's awfully quiet over here. He's getting flashbacks yeah, when he worked I, on I, Roger Rabbit. I'm not an animator, but uh, I did notice the 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 craft of of how they did this. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of attention paid to detail. Right. And and like I mentioned earlier in the episode, that having having his clothes move with. It, with an animated figure that's not actually there, like I don't know how they did it. Was it uh, wire work? Was it someone in a uh, a blue suit moving it? I I don't know. I, I haven't read the trivia on it, but I haven't seen it was of, well done. I haven't right. seen a lot of trivia on how they did it. I imagine some level of like it, string string work and know, the maybe magic light. of movie making. Blake, that's shut how up, Aaron. That's not real. Mystery. It should be a mystery. You shouldn't know. Everything. You, you want magic? Pay the writers. <laughs> no I so doubt. we 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 movie and beer support the writers' strike <laughs> and the director strike and the striking actor strike. Yeah, pay your people. Yeah, especially those streaming services. They don't pay. You know who I love paying are brewers for delicious beers. Yes, I like well, when they pay us. Yeah, yeah. or give us free stuff. 
Yeah. I, I like that too. Free stuff is nice. I too. mean, these these beers were generously given to us by uh, our, our good neighbor, friends, Tim, Tim and Petra over at Mac Wine Cellars. We're utilizing things that were provided to us. As I mentioned, these were a little older beers. Um, they're not super fresh. The first one reflected that quite a bit and was super yeah, dinky. Yeah. And the second one was just more classic and solid, not not as hoppy, so it, it didn't suffer from the old age that happens to dinky beers. It just starts tasting worse. And, well, as we've learned, Bad. hops is a preservative. It so. is. It'll keep it, but it doesn't mean it's going to taste good. What was the first beer we drank? I genuinely can't remember. <laughs> it was it is Hen House. Are you telling me Hollywood's in L.A.? <laughs> <laughs> All right, and so, they're both in California. What? Yes. What's a California? Hen House Brewing Company. <laughs> I want to go to there. Hen House Brewing Company out of uh, Santa Rosa. Well, their their main production facilities in Santa Rosa. They do have other locations, but Hen House has been around a long time. This is the Stoked, which has the rooster is one of their main characters that they put on cans with a whole lot of hop cones. Dan, I'm a, not doing a bit. Are you saying Stoked? Like I'm stoked about something? No, Stoked, stoked is the name of the beer. Stoked is the name. Right, of right. The I thought I couldn't have you saying Stoked. Stoked or stoked? Oh, stoke. Okay, okay. Sorry. sorry I, I was stoke. genuinely confused. No, stoke. S-T-O-K-E-D. Clean out your ears, you old stoke. <laughs> so That's a goat, is, isn't it? All right. I don't they, they know. Class- I don't know where LA is. <laughs> so this is a single hot pale ale citrus. So it's not high enough in alcohol to be an IPA, but it's super over hoppy. So again, yeah. pale ales and India pale ales is the only difference is the amount of alcohol in it. So this is 5.4%. This is a pog. So this is a papaya... Orange and guava. So is that the a focus of the hops? But it is all citra, so it's really super heavy in the dankness. Is pog a normal term for beer? You you'll said see it? it. Yeah, you'll see it. It's so it's papaya. What were they? Orange, again? orange and guava. Are, that, are those are typical uh, ingredients for beers like this, where they just they just know how they'll work. That's the flavor profile that you're going to get when using those hops. Well, pog juice there's, is there's, really popular in Hawaii. They actually sell it as a really thing. yeah. yeah. This, this, okay, okay. There's no there's no fruit in this orange, beer. It is just it is just hops that generate those similar oh. flavor profiles. That's interesting. All really so they this is a beer that they change periodically. I've had this before in the past where it wasn't quite so dinky, but this one is a little older. Uh, it, the citra is going to give you some of that really dry lychee or lychee uh, passion fruit, and then it gets really dank. This, because it was not super cold, which is fine. It came out of the beer fridge in the garage. Well, it's traditional, though. I mean, it, beer it, wasn't always it was it not fridge temp. Always, you know, more tepid. It's So it's in the 50s, not the 30s. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm reading here. Uh, when kept refrigerated, we are confident this beer will present as the brew intended for up to 60 days. Okay, is there a date stamp on the bottom? I don't Probably. see one. I don't see one. Canned nine six twenty two, <laughs> so a little bit low for sixty days. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're looking at like nine months. Yeah. If you ever come across one of our beers past an expiration date, and then just bleep the rest of it. <laughs> <laughs> you should read the whole marketing thing though, Blake. Like, yeah. Do the do the do the radio voice. <clears throat> That's really small type. Stokes pale ale. No. <laughs> oh God. No, nah, like I can't. Do it. <laughs> You're being yeah. Christopher Lloyd's character. Yeah. No. It's really. Right. really I was going small, for Roger Rabbit. Really small okay. type. I mean, I, I can tell you that you know it's it's got a lot of citrus from the Stoke citrus. Pale Ale is no. I want to accept rotating a single pale ale. Each batch is made with a different hop variety, allowing us to experiment with new hops and processes. Each batch has the same malt and yeast profile, letting the subtle differences between hops shine through. We highlight selections of hops we're excited about, and those you want to learn about, dot, dot, dot. And you get to taste along with us, exclamation point. We believe that all beer should be enjoyed brew refresh condition, and we insist 
on constant cold storage from our brewery to your hands. Yeah, this was cold storage. Government warning. According to the Surgeon General. Oh, no, wrong part. Yeah, yeah. no, it's just old. It just, this is what happens when it's Is it bad that I thought it tasted fine? No, no, I mean. I finished mine, no problem. I finished mine also. (laughs) I I understood what they were doing because it's just like super over, over hopped. I didn't care for it. Yeah, Brian, that's, that's Brian was like, "Nope, two sips and done," which is totally fine. What 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 uh what threw you about? It? Just just the general flavor? Or? Yeah, it 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 was it was too heavily hopped for me. Yeah, that's, that's I, I absolutely I, understand. I, I agree, and, and, and just just too bitter. And I yeah. think a lot of the bitterness came from the age. Yeah, it it dried out. It dries out a bunch, and it's just like regular aging. You get more bitter as you get older. Yeah, like my aunt Gertrude, right? (laughs) (laughs) Ah, that old Balax. So, so Blake got to pick out the second one that we did out of our collection of older beers, and this was Ruse Brewing. Love Ruse Brewing. Translator IPA. We've been there a few times. You had a hoodie from them. It was my second favorite hoodie, which is only second because it fell apart. Now I have my Flophouse hoodie. (laughs) I still wear it, but it's just it's shredded. I cannot read this type. This type is so. Small. Uh, uh, we talk about the this one here. So yeah. yeah. So it's it's gonna be a little crisp. It's I can not, read it. It's all right. 60, 60 IBU, six percent ABV. So this is an IPA because it's six percent American style. It's an American. Yeah. Style. What does that mean, American it's, style? It's America. Because there's British, there's English style IPAs, and then there's American oh, right. style IPAs. Oh, okay. The American style IPA is the parent style to all subgenre styles of IPAs. Is that, I thought originally it was the, the British were shipping it back and forth from between India. So the, the, uh, yes, and that's, that's the, why it's, there's the I in the IPA. Yeah, India, because they were making it in India to send to, chips to back. Chips in India that wanted, like to people yes. in India that wanted to drink English the beer. More, the more hops, the more stable it was. Okay. but I, I genuinely keep forgetting about that. We that that's why it's called India Pale Ale. I say, looking at Brian as the the film nerds, not the beer nerds, <laughs> on the set of the table. So this is yes. this is one of their core beers. They've been brewing it since they opened. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, I love it. It's beer. a classic West Coast IPA. That's why it's not super super dank. It just has a nice aromatic. Uh, it's got citra and mosaic, which are two standard West Coast IPA. Um, That's probably why I liked it so much. I, I I thought this matched the movie really really well, and I really liked this beer. I was sad when my can was empty. Yeah, it it like, this it was really tasty. Didn't change a whole lot in the flavor profile as it warmed up. Mm-hmm. So this was a little colder when we opened it, and then it was like, oh, it's fine. It it it's a very solid beer that I guess you'd say lingers well on the palate. It it does have some dryness and some bitterness, but it's not off putting. It does not overstay its welcome. Correct, yeah. Brian. Any thoughts? I enjoyed this a lot more than the first one. Yay. A little bit less bitter, a little less hoppy. Yeah. Uh, pleasant to drink while I'm watching a good cartoon. I, I think and Bob Hoskins. <laughs> and shirtless Bob Hoskins. Shirtless Bob Hoskins. <laughs> I think, uh, I mean, we should be honest, though, and say that this one was a little colder when we drank it. And I think that might that might have helped a little bit. Correct. That, that, yeah, but that's a good point. Cool I've still got a little left in the can, and I'm still enjoying it about the mm. same amount. And the other one, it did say the previous year in the this, stamping. And it says, this, this, have it cold. If it's not cold, send us within, we'll within, send the Pinkertons within, after it. <laughs> we'll send you the yeah. weasels. So this, was, this, this, weasels. This, also, this also has a date stamp on it from June of 22. So this beer... Older. This beer is older old. than the other. It's older than the other beer. This beer, and just goes to show you, if it's a well-balanced, well-made beer, and it's refrigerated the whole time, It'll last. It can hold up. It'll yeah. hold up just fine. Otherwise, it'll taste like dip. 
Well, okay, not necessarily like <laughs> dip, and we're not ta- we're talking we're not talking about like not actually drinking turpentine. Dip. Damn, we're damn, we're talking about in, from the movie the 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 substance that would oh, kill that's a team. Oh, that dip! I thought you meant like I, ranch dip. I, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't know. Wow. You said okay. Dip. Okay. So we thought <laughs> tobacco. No, you do. You said tobacco. <laughs> you said ranch, which I appreciate. <laughs> what were you thinking? <laughs> you heard a CK. Ah, <laughs> Kip. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. So if you. You know, if, if, if you have if you have old beers in your fridge and you want to get rid of them, you can definitely watch and drink. No, donate them to this. us at the podcast. Yeah, I drink your old beer. I 100 percent thought you were saying give them to Blake. <laughs> I'll drink whatever. He'll drink anything except Miller Light. It's still in the fridge. I might pour it out tonight. tonight. Yeah, we gotta we gotta get a hold of Steve and give him those beers. <laughs> have these. They'll be here soon. But uh, Dan, what you were saying is if you got old beers in the fridge, Roger Rabbit is a is an a old fine classic movie fun, to yes. wash them down with. And if you Correct. don't have an have old beers, I'd say. Yeah, middle of the road so, pale so, ale. Something with a little bit of flavor. Uh, actually, if you get some something wild turkey, with character, and you get you put yeah. a cold rock, just put a couple cold <laughs> rocks cold in the glass. I want, I want, I want my whiskey on the rocks. That's and right. I mean ice, not rocks. I like that they added that he specified, but it was too late, and he still had just a glass of liquor with rocks in it. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, and I wasn't. I'm, I'm not bad. I was drawn that way. Ugh, gorgeous. <laughs> Yeah, there are some good one-liners in this. What was just? I know you know all the one-liners, or at least you should. I know a bunch of one-liners. What were they from this home? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, there were there were some really funny. I'm all scattered right now. No. <laughs> I just I learned today that Hollywood's in L.A. <laughs> <laughs> no, the uh, well, the fact I, I really enjoyed the um, uh, what did I point out that they mentioned three times. The, the uh, laughing to death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when the wheels start cackling, it's like, if you don't stop that, you're going to laugh yourselves to death. And you think the first couple times, well, yeah, that's a thing people say. Like, you don't make a, your face a little stick that way. And then, you know, Eddie gives up on his sourpuss attitude and goes back to being a, a wacky little dude. And From the circus. Yeah, yeah. From the circus, yeah. and he dances. So that's, why he knows the, that's why he knows the vaudeville. He knows and a lot of pratfalls and mm-hmm. physical humur like the tunes. Sing makes li- them laugh. And as you limericks. said, do, why, why do the weasels have wings and go to heaven? And my response was, "All dogs go to heaven." But weasel, weasels aren't dogs, Dan. But that so, what's cartoon hell? Why do you want to rain do, on my parade like is that? Is Bugs Bunny going to hell? <laughs> <laughs> if they're bad, he's good, right? So, oh God, oh no. <laughs> There's some really good comics that talk about that. You know that, right? Oh yeah, I'm, I'm aware. Yeah. You know, what else I'm aware of Bugs Bunny technically dies in Space Jam Two for a little bit. Yes, I'm spoiling it so you don't have to watch it. Everyone's looking at you funny, like, "What are you talking?" About? I know about that. From, I only know about that from. Right, we're on a tangent. Space now. Jam might be the other franchise where like animated characters a- interact with, yeah, like, yeah. real. Like, but that well, was two thousand, lo- wasn't it? Uh, ninety was a- something. But Looney Tunes back in action with Brendan Fraser and Jenna. Oh, jeez, she played Dharma, Dharma and Greg. I think Elfman. No, yeah, uh, Elfman. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. They they did a Looney Tunes live action thing. And then there was the Smurfs, but we're not going to get into those. Wait, the uh, Smurfs were never li- like live they, action. They had two they, live they actions. Had, yeah, Neil two. Patrick Harris was in the movies. What? Two live action. They weren't films. good. I saw one of them partway through, and I was like, this, "This is the worst." Yeah. Wow. What yeah. beer would you drink with that? Poison. Poison. <laughs> a really, really rat really, poison. A really heavy barley wine or a stout that's at least ten percent. <laughs> or a broken oh, beer bottle. Maybe a mead. A mead that'll put you to sleep. A slow sipper that will just knock you out. I didn't. I had scrolling no to the tab on the top of the screen and selecting something else on the Plex. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so lots of good things to say about this film. I, th- uh, I, I think as far yeah. as the beers, I think the the, the ruse. What was it called again? 
translator, translator, I think. The translator. Translator. If you get your hands on some and you want to really save it for a while for like special, like if you're visiting from a different area of the country and you want to save it for a bit, it'll hold for a really good good while. Hmm. Perfect special occasion beer. You could wait nine months and then watch Who Framed Roger Rabbit with it. You could wait nine months and then watch nine months. But in general, dear listener, we would suggest <laughs> drink your beer within 60 days. Yes. Because you right. never know. If anything, know. if anything, drink it while you're walking out of 7-Eleven. They can't stop you. They're not cops. Yeah. Well, if it's in a paper bag, they don't care. That's true. But I've I don't, don't want to waste paper. I've seen that. Well, you could always just find like an old McDonald's bag or something and just like empty it out. Nah, man. Ah, uh, Dan's pure... giving up all his tricks. <laughs> no. I'm pure green. Bag. I take my shirt off and just hold it in that. <laughs> Yes, let's not see that. Anyway, so you're no Bob Hoskins. You are not. Oh, I'm no Bob Hoskins. I'm a Roger Rabbit. You are. You're funny. You're not cute. Oh, damn. That's so hurtful. We're getting personal on this. All right. Well, this is the last episode for Blake on Who Who Framed Roger Rabbit, the podcast. Part of Roger Rabbit's charm was that he's kind of cute in an annoying way. Like, that's what he's meant to Yeah, me. All right. So I'll never better, find my Jessica better, Rabbit. Uh, <laughs> as always, dear listeners, the views and opinions expressed on this podcast are the those are the hosts and not the podcast. And Dan, what's the other? That's one? really good, though. You, no, you got it. You, you got, got most it. of it. You got it. No, you got it. And and I think if you don't hydrate, all right, heads up. If you don't hydrate, you'll dehydrate. Ha ha. There you go. That was really difficult. I hate my heart. my throat hurts. <laughs> all right. So thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging in there. This is a fun episode. It's a great movie. You can watch it with kids. Just there's and there's a lot of really good animation that occurs, and the kids will probably freak out if it's a younger kid that's <laughs> well, never uh, seen this kind of cartoon uh, before. It's, it's kind of dark. It's like, what is this? <laughs> what 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 age is appropriate for this movie? Six to eight. Oh, that's a little younger than I was. Yeah, I was, I, I, I was leaning towards a little 10. bit older. I was, I was leaning towards 10. ten. Yeah, I was leaning ten, maybe. Yeah, the the young kids might get scared. There are some yeah. scary bits. Young kids I might like get bored that. by all the talk about the freeway. <laughs> exactly. They're, they're right. going to get really be like, what? I, I, well, I, I remember I, being a kid watching when he walks into the bar and there's no tunes. Like, why am I watching this movie? Like, where are the cartoons? Yeah. Where's the cartoons? <laughs> right. All right. Well. Sorry, Aaron. I cut you off. <sighs> yeah. It's all right. We're, we're like we're, an interstate. You cut me off. Uh, yeah. So remember that the clover company that's buying everything looks like a four-leaf interstate clover intersection. Like, like a highway clover. Is that in Hollywood or L.A.? It's both. I don't think there's any freeways in it. All over California. So uh, what's a California? <laughs> so Dwight D. Eisenhower was when he was fighting the Nazis. The guy on the quarter. He, he he saw the autobahn in Germany and realized how useful it was for military application, and he wanted to build a similar system in the United States so that the military could move around easily if the United States was and ever put down the hippies. And it just happened to also be convenient <laughs> for commerce, uh, and thus the interstate system uh, had its genesis. Like that's that's a real thing. It's inspired. Aaron, you're talking like a guy who owns a bucket of dip, <laughs> and there's a whole lot of money. It's that ranch. Spent. Oh geez, here we are. Yeah, there All we right. go. You are from the Midwest, All anyway. Right. So we'll we're gonna close this off because we're getting way off. Yeah, you really Tuesday shut style. me down. I, I don't have a I, my, yeah. the brakes right. are so, brakes are broken. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> Until next time, uh, keep yourself safe. Watch out for cartoon bullets. Thank you guys for putting up with me. I love you so much. <laughs> this it's just is Blake saying bye. This is Brian. Thanks for hanging in there. Bye. Bye.